Welcome to the Hunting University Podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm done, I promise. Uh-huh. I'll get to play mm-hmm. soon enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just have that meeting? <laughs> Welcome. Alright, be excited. Welcome to the Hunting University Podcast. I'm John Schelt. I'm Keone Hutton. Oh, wait, I forgot to turn the mute off. I'm Leslie Reed. The hell did you just do to my <laughs> super excited opening? <laughs> it's fine, I can totally just cut stuff around it. I'm going to have to cut, cut a lot stuff of stuff around it. it. Indeed. That's what. I'm Keone Hutton. And I'm Leslie Reed. Fantastic. Fantastic. We have a ridiculous show ahead for today. Keone is very. Very excited. I know. I was trying to avoid saying that because I say it so often, but like I'll say it for you. I'm unbelievably excited. We are going to design the soundscape for Sanguine Creek Estates today, and I have been for the last like four days. I've been trying to get all my audio equipment set up so that I could get it into the computer and broadcast via Skype so that everybody else could hear it while we were doing it. It has been complicated, but I've gotten I've got it working. And I have been playing with it for the last, like, 12 hours, and I'm just having so much fun. Allow me to demonstrate. So yeah, I'm having all kinds of fun, and I'm... And I think this is going to be a really fun episode. So we're going to design our soundscape live on the podcast. Not really live because we pre-record it. You know, minor details. Yeah. Exactly. But so we'll be I, demonstrating I just... all the different effects. And so you'll be able to compare immediately how different effects change the sounds you want to make. So that hopefully all our listeners can go and make their own sound effects too. So I was taking a sip of coffee and I kind of drifted off. So did you say over the last four days you've been playing with yourself? Is that what I thought? I don't, um, yes, I don't think that's kind appropriate. Of, kind of. That is, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's appropriate. I've been playing with my children, too, and my dog. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. No, I, you can tell you're, <laughs> you're very excited. One, uh, one thing to note for the podcast quality, uh, between us, we have two colds and a migraine. So <laughs> apologies for yeah, See, There you go. Exactly. Huh. There you go. Yeah, but see, I can edit out all my coughing. So hopefully by the time we get to a final product, no one will be able to tell. I don't know. It's one of the benefits of sound. Well, it's one of the benefits of not doing this live. It's one of the benefits of prescription-grade cough medicine, I'll tell you that. That too, that too. Mm. Unfortunately, I don't have any left. Ah. You should get some. We must press forward. So anyone who has listened to our episode on sound... It's episode 7. Is it episode 7? I don't know. Mm. I think you're making that up. Yes, it is. Holy moly, he got Uh, one right. First time for everything. From April 2018. So for anyone who's listened to episode 7, our episode on sound, we talked about three different purposes for the sounds in your haunt. Uh, The first is creating atmosphere. The second is to uh, advance your story. And the third is to advance character development. We are going to uh, work on mm, at least two of the three of those today. I'm not sure if we're going to do any character development, but hey, we'll see what happens. Yes. Yes. That's actually not bad. Thank you. What's not bad? You're, yes. You sound like a very diminutive evil assistant. Yeah. Possibly with a hump. Yes, master. 
Yeah, it's definitely a hump disaster. Yeah, that guy has a hump. You can tell. Definitely, definitely. You know, I don't mean to embarrass you, but I'm a rather brilliant surgeon. Perhaps I could help you with that hump. What hump? (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Guys, we could actually do our (laughs) drops live on this one. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But then you won't have me trying to quote it, and then you having to cut it out and put something in place. Exactly. (laughs) Are you not that fun? But then you guys can actually give us input on what I use for drops, which is not something that we normally get. I'm just going to start shouting out drop numbers at random points then. Noted. Noted. Drop the two! (laughs) Is that what you're supposed to say? say that's completely inappropriate but then again uh most of what we do is completely inappropriate this is true yeah six minutes in and we're already off the rails we are i don't even know anymore we're we're like an hour in and we have hardly gotten on the rails (laughs) it's true i meant of the show (laughs) precisely precisely so uh so what we're not going to talk about today is how to set up your sound system and um things of that nature. We're only going to be focusing on creating sound effects today. If you want to talk about, or if you want to learn more about setting up your sound system, go check out episode 7, because that's where we really dove in deep on it. Okay, where can I find episode 7? Like, oh, I just a, don't know. That is a great question, John. You could find episode 7 uh, on our website, and that's www.hauntingyou.com, or on Podbean, that's hauntingyou.podbean.com, or on iTunes, that's well, haunting you on iTunes. No, Kay, I'm, I'm doing this now, so I'm trying to find it, and I typed in episode 7 into iTunes, and I didn't find you. What did I do wrong? You should type in haunting you, haunting with the letter U, and then you should see our icon, which is oh. a lovely oh, Gates with a pumpkin smile and Arkham on the top, and then you should subscribe, and then you'll be able to find all of our episodes, all 22 of them. At this point, soon to be 23. They'll be 23. Soon to be 23. Yes, excellent. Uh, so definitely go check out the rest of our episodes. Go check out episode 7 especially, because uh, it's a good prelude into what we are talking about today. But, on to today. Um, so we are going to be working on our atmospheric sound effects and some of our storyline sound effects as well. Everybody who has been listening to our podcast regularly knows that we are working on our new haunt for 2020, Halloween 2020. We're planning to open Friday and Saturday, uh, so two days worth of haunting. Two days worth of haunting, that one. And we are going to have uh, a couple of... I'm not sure what I'm going to say here. <laughs> Drops. Coffee? Humps? Oh! Uh, That's what I was trying to get out of that. I, and in all in all honesty, I deeply regret making that joke now. I really really do. You should, you should. But I know that's where that was going. I would have let it go. But I, but I digress. Really, that's the word for let it go. Yeah, that's definitely going in right next to Igor. But back on topic. So, um, 
we're going to start with the atmospheric constant or the atmospheric effects, and then we'll get into uh, some of our character effects. Character and room effects, because you don't necessarily just want um, sound effects for each character. You might also want specific effects for each room that will then end up being layered on top of the whole haunt atmospheric effects. Absolutely. So, uh, like one of the big ones I have in mind uh, is the our electric shock electroshock therapy room. Uh, so we'll be designing the sound effects bzz, for the electric chair. Bzz, bzz, bzz. Sounds <laughs> like a. I think there's a drunk bee on the podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's me. And it's not drunk. It's like I said, it's prescription strength cough medicine. Prescription strength B. Got it. Exactly. Drug addicted B. Drug addicted B. Glad we got that cleared up. No wait, is that like a Stigner B, or is that like an older lady named B? Uh, I think it's it B. Could, Arthur. It could. It's definitely B. Arthur. Hundred percent. Is B. Arthur dead? I don't think so. Do you think so? Also, I mean, I would think, but I also don't know who B. Arthur is. How do you not know who B. Arthur is? <laughs> I do. I just, I don't know. Okay, just checking. I would be very disappointed. Okay, so before we get into anyway. it, I want to talk a little bit about the equipment that I have out. The most important piece is a Natty Audio MM14FX. This is a little tiny audio mixer. And when I say it's little tiny, it is approximately, not even approximately, it is six inches by three inches and two inches tall. So it's super small, super portable, and it runs off a nine volt battery. I love this little mixer because I can put it anywhere and it has built in effects. So you don't need additional equipment to go along with it. So like for Arkham, uh, I just plugged in a wireless microphone to it, put that wireless microphone inside John's mask, and then everything that he said automatically had reverb reverb. just by using this little mixer so awesome little mixer it does not cost very much and it's very very powerful for both live audio and creating sound effects what else does it do besides reverb that's all it does so okay in terms of effects at least it has four channels uh, so you can have four different inputs coming into it right now i've got one of my computers set up so we can take sound effects off the computer to play with, and then I've got a microphone plugged in. So I could have up to like four microphones plugged into this, uh, but it only has one output, so it allows me to take multiple inputs to go out to the same speaker. It does not have an amplifier, so if you're using it in a live setting, you have to take that output uh, from the mixer to an amplifier and then go out to your speakers. But otherwise, it's a lot of fun. And if you're confused about some of the terms that we're using, um, amplifier, etc., go back reverb. to episode reverb. Go back to episode seven. We do run through a lot of the basics there. And if you can't get to it right then, Google is your friend. Google is always good. For the record, though, since we'll be talking about it a lot, <coughs> this, this is, is reverb. reverb. Yeah. So uh, next piece of equipment I have. Shot um, number seven. <laughs> Thank you. That's what you get for disrupting me in my perfect opening. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, The other big piece of equipment that I have is my audio mixing board. Uh, This is a Soundcraft Spirit Live. It's a cheap board that I found uh, at an estate sale one day, and it has served me well. The only reason I'm using it today is because it has uh, a built-in 
one, two, three, four, five. A built-in five-band equalizer. It allows you to adjust how much of certain frequencies you are hearing in a sound along those certain bands. Um, so imagine like on your home stereo, you have your treble, your mid, and your bass. And if you really like bass, you crank up the bass, you hear the bass more. That's the same thing. But what I love about this board, uh, it breaks it down further than um, I can on like Audacity. So I have a little bit finer control and I can do it live as opposed to having to highlight a section of sound. Adjust it using the equalizer and Audacity. Try it. Nope, don't like it. Adjust it some more. Try it. No, I don't have to do any of that because I can tweak on the fly uh, by using the board. What value does that bring to having one in your haunt? Necessarily. That's a good question. You don't actually need one for your haunt. Okay. Having a mixer of some kind is super helpful because it allows you to take multiple different inputs uh, and send them out to the same speakers. You can't do that without some kind of mixer. So if I wanted to have like a microphone for my actor and audio sound effects that will be triggered by the actor and I wanted to have atmospheric sound effects that would be playing constantly in the background no matter what, having a mixer allows me to put all three of those to the same speaker, each one individually controlled. Without a mixer, I would have to run separate speakers for each one of those things. It seems like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. So if you can find a cheap mixer, highly recommend picking it up because it will save you a lot of headache later. We are anti-work on this podcast we, after all. But we're also anti-money. So the cheap way of doing mm. it is by oh, no, no. running we're separate We're pro-money, we just don't have any. Well, there's that, yes. We would <laughs> if you two would listen to me. No theft, John. I'm trying to, while you're doing this, I'm trying to find a way to steal sound. Okay, because you sound like you're very much underwater and your what? medication just kicked in. Are you are you sitting on your microphone or something? Because, yeah, you totally sound like you're underwater. Uh, maybe? I don't know. There you go. Fair How enough. do you know I'm not underwater? Are you underwater? It's possible. No, there it is. That? That's much better. Thank you. There we go. Fantastic. Uh, I don't remember what I said, so theft, water, cough medicine. Theft, water, cough medicine. Drop there number eight. Ten four. So, let's get started on our atmospheric sound effects. Where do you go to start finding atmospheric sound effects? That's a good question. It's a good place to start. I'm, so, I'm going to be using a website called Ambient Mixer. Uh, as the base for... Which is awesome. It is super awesome. Uh, this is going to be the base of our sound audio sound effects, or our atmospheric sound effects, rather. Uh, you can find it at www.ambient-mixer.com, and it is just a ton of audio templates that are fully customizable, and you can find just about anything that you could imagine and a whole lot of things you can't imagine. Exactly, exactly. There's just a ton here uh, from audio lovers who have just done all kinds of ridiculous things. So, for instance... So, quick question. Yeah, go ahead. Before we get into playing with sound. Um, we've talked a great deal about making sure that when you're finding sound, when you're finding effects, that you have attribution, that you're making sure that you're not... You know, our drops can only be so long, mm. lest we end into mm. murky legal territory. How does Ambient Mixer um, handle the legality of the sounds that we use, and can we use them in our haunt without having to pay a licensing fee? 
Well, let me just read it to you straight off of their uh, <laughs> website. That'll work. Support literacy. Are, are you dead? No, hang on. I'm trying to find the, the appropriate FAQ. Fair enough. For those listeners out there who don't know, FAQ stands for Frequently Asked Questions. You can learn a lot on this podcast. <laughs> you can also learn a lot of nothing on this podcast. I was yeah. going to say, honestly, just that question made me feel like I was answering something on Sesame Street. That's fair. So everything in Ambient Mixer is licensed under a Creative Commons license. So let me read uh, how what they say about that. To record some audio file, it can take a couple of seconds or a couple of hours, setting up equipment, waiting, testing, recording, selecting, mixing, and so on. So it's quite understandable that the authors of the work want to have their copyright on that material and, and some license it for high figures. Audio files are normally not free, as videos, images, and text. But there are some brave people out there that let you allow... That's terrible. But there are some brave people out there that let you allow to use their work for free. That is what it says. Ah, that was I didn't copy edit. Yeah, exactly. You only have to attribute their name when using their work or when creating derivatives with their work. AmbientMixer.com heavily relies on these people, and we highly appreciate their work. The license that has been selected is the Creative Commons Sampling Plus 1.0 license. All audio files you use from other users on our site are licensed thereunder. Okay. So offer the attribution for what you're using on your hunt and go to town. Exactly. So uh, any, anything that you use off Ambient Mixer, please just make sure that you give credit to the person who created it. Um, and then you are scot-free from any kind of questions on licensing. Somebody throw out something random. I just want to find something crazy on here that I would never think of uh, and see what, it's, see what they have. What also floats in water? Bread. Apples. Uh, very small rocks. Cider. A great gravy. Cherries. Mud. A churches. Churches. Lead. Lead. A duck. A duck. Let's see duck. It's going to go with D&D dungeon campaign, but we'll go with a duck. <laughs> Granted, never pick up a duck in a dungeon. Mm, never pick true. up a duck in a dungeon. That's good advice. <laughs> Love how impressed everybody is. That was a terrible... Choice. There is no ducks anywhere in Ambient Mixer. <laughs> D&D Dungeon Campaign. That backfired. Are you on the website, Les? No, I'm just familiar with it. D&D uh, yeah. Dungeon Campaign. Is, is this indie being chased by a very large rock? D&D Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. I, you said in, I thought you said indie. Okay, so I just typed in D&D. Uh, here is a D&D generic tavern. Yeah, it's not bad. People milling about, chatting, there's a fireplace in the background, some footsteps, some uh, clanking. Cutlery, clanking. Yeah. So, generic tavern sound effects. How about, let's see what D&D Graveyard sounds like. about uh, Ambient Mixer. There are... Um, so in this case, the D&D &D Graveyard, there's 
seven channels of different sound effects that are happening at various times. Each so there's bubbles, there's water dribbling. Heard some water dribbling there. A little bit. I'm curious what the bubble sounds like. There you go. Can kind of hear the bubbles now. Um, but anyway, so each one, of, so there's bubbles, there's water's dripping, there is spring peepers, there's an owl, there's tree frogs, there's two frogs crackle, and there's graveyard at night. Those are the seven different channels uh, that are building up this uh, this ambience, uh, this atmospheric effect. I'm going to single out some things now. So I'm going to turn everything off. Now you hear nothing. <laughs> so here's the bubbles first. Bubbles by itself. Then we have water dripping. That makes me need to go to the bathroom. Then we have the spring peeps. The spring peepers. Then we have this the owl. Does not sound like candy to me. Doesn't sound like. I know. I know how you feel about owls. Mm, don't trust them. Then we have the tree they frogs. They sit cross-legged. They what? They sit cross-legged. Oh. I like the tree frog. It's pretty good. Yeah. Then we have the two frogs <clears throat> croaking. And finally, the graveyard. Generic spooky graveyard. So when you put them all together, you now got to turn everything off. You get uh, a much fuller effect than you would with just any one of those individually. And the cool thing, so the cool thing about Ambient Mixer is each one of those channels, whatever makes up the ambient sound, can be adjusted in volume. You can also adjust how frequently it's playing. It has a random feature where you can choose, uh, like for instance, the owl is set to go, or set to sound two times a minute. The tree frog is set to go one times a minute. The two frogs are five times every ten minutes. So by adjusting um, the random setting, um, you can add some spontaneity into the sound so that it, as it's playing, it's never quite the same. What you're doing is you're taking a number of atmospheric sound effects and turning them into a soundscape. Exactly, exactly. Creating, building your soundscape from individual effects. I want to do one more before we, just because I thought it was kind of cool. This is the D&D crypt, or temple. I just want to see what... That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. I don't think it's what we want for our haunt, though. Obviously, we just want the frogs croaking. Uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, although I don't think that quite fits with our asylum theme. Not on the inside, but... I disagree. Pin that for um, once we've got the outside portion. That, that's a fair point. That may be useful when we uh, when we go outside. I don't know. Okay. If you think about it, if you want to weird them out while they're walking through the halls, heavy on um, the croaking. Yeah. Mm, no, rats. 
Ooh. Rats and mice. I have some of that. We'll, we'll move on from rats, though. Uh, so Ooh. I just typed in asylum, and 132 atmospheres came up under asylum. <laughs> of course. Nice. Lots and lots of people have considered asylums. So I'm going to click on Victorian Asylum just because I'm super curious. That's not, that's not bad. Mm. It has it has some potential. It needs some work. It needs some work, but it has potential as a starting place. Uh, let's see what The Asylum by Snowthorn sounds like. Oh, excuse me, Locked in the Asylum. I like the footsteps. Yeah, footsteps are good. Hmm. Not bad, not bad. Let's see what else we got. So I have a question. Please. Ooh. Can you, you know, in, in looking at all of these individual soundscapes, do they have individual sounds that you can use to then create your own soundscapes? Rather than start with a template and adjust, can you start with a blank slate and bring in the sounds that you want to have? So can you customize yours? I'm going to say yes and no. What you can do on Ambient Mixer, at least, is you can take sounds from the soundscapes that are already pre-built. So, for instance... Now I'm in... This is Asylum Ambiance with Zombies by <laughs> Rayern is his username, his or her. So what you could do is steal individual sounds. So I just muted every channel that uh, is on there. And then I'm going to unmute Prison Soundscape. So I could take Prison Soundscape, if I really like what I'm hearing here, record it onto my computer uh, using a program like Audacity, and then I could start building out my, my own using Audacity. Okay. And the way I would do that is I would individually record different sounds onto different tracks in an Audacity file, and then I can move them around within the tracks to where I want them to appear. Similarly... If I find one that I really like on here and I tweak it just on Ambient Mixer, I can totally just record what I created in Ambient Mixer using Audacity again and then play that back so I don't have to mix it myself. Gotcha. If I want to go completely separate, I don't have to use Ambient Mixer at all. There are plenty of websites out there um, that have free sound effects. So you can totally just go find free sound effects. Uh, some of my favorites are Purple Planet Music, although that's mostly music, and then the Sound Bible. Uh, both have free sounds using various Creative Commons licenses. Mm -hmm. That one, licenses. Um, and so you can steal sounds from that and build your own soundscape that way. I like starting with Ambient Mixer because it gives you a good. It gives you a lot of sounds to start with. So I'm going to come back to Asylum Ambiance and Zombies. I'm actually going to turn some of the zombie sounds off. I just hear what it sounds like without it. Hmm. 
going to add in a little bit of echo using my Nady audio. I mean, I kind of like it. Well, it doesn't quite work in our era. It does not. I just turned off the London radio because I did not care for it. And then I'm going to come to my audio mixer and I'm going to crank up the bass. hear a little more of the crying too so I'm gonna turn her up a little bit no because it's the same cry there needs to be some variance I see a lot of potential for this. I kind of like what I'm hearing. And I think when we, f like, when people first walk into the asylum, this is what they should be hearing. With some modifications, yeah. What would you change? I would find some other girl crying because... You don't like her? No. I like her. No. Okay, I'm bringing up Asylum Before Chaos by coconuts <laughs> mm, it's the same woman crying yeah it's but the same cry it is it's the same a cry. really really short repeat of the same yeah it's set to quality. play twice a minute Yeah. This is somebody who was told cry, we need to record it, and they're fake crying. Well, let's try Stormy Children's Asylum. Oh. This oh, is dear. by R. Scarlet J.H. I like. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? happening too often. Five yes. times every ten minutes? Let's turn that down a little bit. Yes. Is it going to twinkle twinkle little star? No, it's the alphabet song. <laughs> That so is, it's not what better. What you're hearing, John, is creepy lullaby. <laughs> that would do it.
30 times an hour would be too much. What do you guys think? Yeah. yeah. I like that better. Mm-hmm. I think some mixes between the two would be good. Okay, so I just added in the echo again. As you can hear. <laughs> the child laughing is, is awesome. <laughs> Me laughing less of us. All right, I think we have a solid contender for first entering the asylum. Yeah. Not bad. Got a good place to start. Yeah, and that will set up. So the first room that people will come to will be the porcelain doll. So that will set up nicely uh, going to see the porcelain doll. Especially with the, the child laughing. Yes. Ew. Yes. The, creepy. the child laughter is super And creepy. that's the thing is I, I've got her I'm trying to balance her between weeping wailing and still child because doll but she's over the age of dolls so I'm, I'm trying to balance the on what side is she coming across as child, dull, and adult sad? So what route is it going? Much more grown woman stuck in child. Perfect. Or late child, teens, child early twenties stuck as a porcelain doll. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll have these sound effects leading up to the porcelain doll, and then uh, from the porcelain doll, they are going to go past the doors to the west wing. And then uh, come across the drop panel. So that's the next two scares that we got coming up and the uh, next set of effects that we need. What's Have we decided what's behind the drop panel? I know we've kind of gone back and forth. We have. I think we settled on we're going to put a patient behind the drop panel. Okay. Who, got, who managed to get themselves stuck between the walls. <laughs> nice. That's impressive. Yeah. You know, really, I don't see any reason we couldn't keep using this these sound effects through that area i would say use these sound effects but if we can have them either run a couple different iterations of them so front end more of the child laughter more of this middle ground we start to pull away from the child laughing and we start to pick up some of the other sounds a little bit louder the footsteps um some you know add some other things into it uh so it's you've got kind of a a base level status of sound and then we pick up high notes and low notes of different aspects of it as you go through the haunt so there is kind of a a stable baseline but it sounds like it's changing all the way through because we're changing some of the highlights yes i'm looking at the design I'm thinking we're probably going to have like three so i'm looking at the layout i'm thinking we're probably going to have three audio zones one that encompasses the entrance the dolls room the west wing doors up to the drop panel the next one is like the utica crib the lobotomy patients and then the last one will be the electric chair 
so from a like where I'm going to put speakers with amplifiers, I think those are our three zones. Okay. So kind of three background soundscapes. Three background soundscapes, exactly. So first one, we kind of got a good start with uh, using the Stormy Night of the Children's Asylum. Yeah. Okay, so for second part, ooh, Asylum for Criminally Insane. Let's see this. Let's see what let's see what this sounds like. Ew. <laughs> no. No, I don't like this at all. What? Is that all it is? Is just doodle music? No, there's there's other stuff. They removed the doodle music. That's ridiculous. Horror Bye-bye. Bells Rift is what that was called. Ew. First of all. <laughs> don't like it at all. Oh, that's... I can't even call that, you know, effective on a cheesy B-movie. That's worse than a cheesy B-movie. Somebody's eating an apple. Scary Imp is what that was called. Ooh, I like this in pain one. I just don't understand who's eating chips. Uh, I think that's the Imp. Turn him off. Sounds like they stuck everything, threw everything against the wall and hooked it with a stick. Turn the Where is the child laughing? Where is the I mean, I like the in pain. I don't like anything else. Like the, the child laughing is yeah. criminally insane. There's no business to have a child laughing in there. Well. <laughs> It seems like a little too much to me. I think they threw everything against a wall and hoped it would stick. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're kind of right. So let's try Haunted Asylum for Parties by Blue Jesse. Oh. Didn't like that? Did not care for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is quite what we're looking for either. Yeah. I think we're probably just going to end up needing to take a bunch of different channels on all of these and record them and then remix them. <laughs> and by we, I kind of mean you. <laughs> yeah. <I got> that. <laughs> Let's be honest here. <laughs> This isn't bad. Definitely much more subtle. What's this one called? This is Inside the Asylum by Monochrome Rose. It's not bad. It's better. I kind of like the whispers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, the whispers are good. It just sounds like something from a Mickey Mouse cartoon. <laughs> what cartoons are you watching? <laughs> yeah, this does, it's not enough. There's there's too little sound there. It's too subtle. It's not just too subtle. It's too thin. 
it's not there's not enough rounded out this is why I'm saying I think we need to copy everything and remix our own this one is called Locked in Arkham Asylum by El Predador Predator sorry Predador Not bad. There needs to be more laughter. Hey, where's the Joker? There it is. Okay, there we go. I think that's a woman. Oh, wait, never mind. No, not bad. I actually like that one. Really, like the only other thing you need is uh, Harley saying Mr. J and uh, uh-huh. Ivy going, God damn it, Harley. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I kind of like this one. Yeah. I, I, actually, I kind of like this one, too. I like it because they've remembered to put in the day-to-day sounds mm-hmm. instead of just, here's the spooky shit. Right, right. It's here's that you have doors clanking, you have bars slamming, you have people walking. Um, you, you have to think about when when you're when you're thinking about sound and building soundscapes, you have to think not just about the quote unquote iconic sounds that you would expect to hear on this thing, and think about all the sounds that you in your day to day life don't even notice because you're not thinking. Right. About Yes, yes, absolutely. If you're not capturing the stuff that people are expecting to hear, then your sound is going to sound flat. It's not, it won't have... Well, it's, it's, you have to catch what they're not expecting to hear. Right. You, you have to capture the stuff that is just so permanent and so background that you only notice it when it's not there. Exactly, exactly. And if you, people are paying attention to what's missing, then they're not going to be hearing what you put. Right. Yeah, because they're gonna be listening to. Okay, yes, it becomes a case of okay. There's the spooky sounds. There's the crying child. There's the laughing girl. There's the, they're picking out your highlights. Yeah. Because there's nothing else for them to focus on in the back of your head. You you have an incomplete soundscape. Exactly. Exactly. Shame so, on you. <laughs> thanks, John. So I think that's a good play. That's a really good starting place for our second soundscape. So, yeah, when, when when creating sound, you can't just think about the stuff you want to add to your ambient background noise. You actually have to think about what the ambient background noise is going to be. Right. All right. So third section of our haunts. Now we're into the electric chair room. I'm going oh. to do a search for electric chair in ambient mixer, and let's see what comes up. Only one thing came up. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm not encouraged. But let's see. Let's see. This is This is Electric Chair One by Mandragora Maiden. <coughs> Leslie, are you cracking up over there? Are you okay, Les? 
Les just finds the sounds of electric chair and breathing particularly music. You're right, Les? <laughs> that 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 was a trigger. Something triggered. Some, yeah, what happened? Something that's like a deep laugh. <laughs> that was some sort of trigger. That wasn't just a laugh. Let's give her a minute. Leslie? You okay? I'm good. Uh-huh. <laughs> I realize I should not have been as funny as it is. I was really hoping, like, Alan poked you or did something, and it wasn't the breathing in electric chair that you found so funny. <laughs> Damn it, Kay, you're gonna break her. Don't do that. <laughs> and it needs more... I think what you really need oh, is, is the sound of this dubbed with Leslie's laughter over it. <laughs> what about the sound of like someone dropping a fish in there? laughing at Leslie now. I, was gonna say, I think you need this sound with Leslie's laugh over it. Just cackle in the background. <laughs> okay, you're going to break her. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. Hang on, I'm playing with the echo. Does the electric chair need echo? So I don't think we use this as the electric chair. I think we use this in the hallway leading up to the electric chair. It's not a bad idea. All right, so I think we, <laughs> I think we broke Leslie. I think we discovered a good kind of opening thing to, like you said, walking up to that room, just kind of a anticipation, and I think we discovered some things about Leslie too. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So now I'm jumping over sure, to. Foot zapper. I'm. I just jumped over to uh, soundbible.com and I'm looking for an electric shock sound. So here's what I found. Unfortunately, that's all they have, which is not. <laughs> bug zapper. It totally sounds like a bug zapper. Wow, that is not what I was expecting. So if I can make it. I think. Oh, that that's not it at all. That's a fluorescent light humming. <clears throat> and again, remember, if you can't find the sound you're looking for on one of these many, you know, Creative Commons license uh, sound groupings, you can always record your own. And for the electric chair, we may need to. Although I'm not totally sure where I'm going to find the sound. Uh, actually, let's go to YouTube for a moment. <laughs> Of course. I, I want an el- big-ass electrical arc, so I'm going to search for big-ass electrical... Of course. My face hurts. Arc. I bet it does. I, I haven't I, heard I, you laugh like I, that in a while. I, yeah, something... There's some There's some stuff there. All right. Electrical arc. 
like that. It wasn't bad. That has, that has some serious potential. Yeah. That's a hell of an arc. But again, the sound is terrible. But I don't see any way that we are going to be able to record this one ourselves. So we're going to have to find something. Dig deep into the depths of the internet. Come on, Google, don't fail me now. Electric chair sound effect. Electric chair sound effects on Pond 5. Holy moly. They've got a lot. That's a good sound. Mm, I need... I want more. It needs to be layered, but... The basis is there because you've got the build up, you've got the switch, and then you have the crackle. Yeah, but so the way I'm thinking we're going to do this is the the actor throws the switch and then steps on a uh, a pedal switch that turns on the speakers. So it's going to be mm-hmm. playing constantly in the back, playing constantly. The speakers just won't be on. That has potential. Yeah. I liked that one. I like that one a lot. Let's see what this one sounds like, though. I like that one too. Twenty dollars. That's that fine. That sound is not worth twenty dollars. <laughs> What do you think of that one? Yeah. That was cool. I do it again. Pond five. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Yep. Yep. That's so that's so we'll use this in the hallway leading up to it. And then throw this on top of it. Of course, I don't even know how much of this we're going to be able to hear. Because uh, once the concrete vibrator turns on, all bets are off. (laughs) But at that point, they won't be paying attention to the sound either. This is all to set up the anticipation. Well... This, yeah, this this builds it so that when it goes buzz, they think it's legit. Exactly, exactly. 
So, that's exciting. We have, uh, so let's review real quick. We've got this for the beginning of the haunt. When people first walk in. <clears throat> then we have the second half of the haunt. Then we have leading up to the electric chair room. With the electric chair itself. Awesome, awesome, that was really productive. Yeah, it was. Cool. Did you get to hear our electric chair sounds, John? You came back kind of in the I middle. I did. Awesome. Cool. I was there the whole time. Oh, I was sweet. There the whole time. I'm, I'm sure you were. And as I noticed, once you have things set up, label and list and give yourself directions, <laughs> because if you ever have to move it, yeah. you don't want to spend another six hours trying to figure out what you did that made it work the first time. Fact. Very, very fact. Okay, so... The way I'm going to do this is I'm just going to play a song that everybody knows, hopefully, uh, and then adjust the equalizer. Congratulations for introducing you to a new song. Exactly. And uh, so then I'll just adjust the graphic equalizer as it's playing, so you can hear how things shift. So somebody, give me a song that everybody knows. Um. This is the song that never ends. No. 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 Do do something about the Beatles or something. I don't know. I don't like the Beatles. You're a monster. The song you... that doesn't end. Good yes, it God. goes on and on, my friend. Leslie. Some people started singing it, not Why? knowing what it was. And they'll continue singing it forever just because This is the song that doesn't end. It just goes on and on, my friend. Started singing it, not knowing what it was, and they'll continue singing it forever just because. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> Something else. Uh, you could do the song I wanted to do my first dance at our wedding to. What's that? Uh, with Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. Your wife wouldn't go for that, huh? Uh, no, I tried many times. Fair enough. Nah, that's not going to give us a very good... It won't be a good demonstration. What are, you, what are you looking for in a song here? I need something... I need a lot of sound. <laughs> okay. Um, some sort of duel of the fates. Ooh, there's a lot ooh, of sound in ooh. that. That's yeah, awesome. Duel of the fates. There you yes. go. There's, there's a lot it. of sounds in there. Duel of the fates it is. For those who don't know, this is the song from uh, Star Wars Episode <laughs> One that... Uh, where the big lightsaber battle with Darth Maul is. Alright, here we go. So now I'm going to... So I'm starting with the equalizer, perfectly centered, everything right in the middle. Now I'm going to crank up the bass. Just how all music should be. Bass all the way up. 
Now I'm going to take the base out completely. That's Hear the difference? Sure. Base neutral again. And now I'm taking all the highs out. And now the highs are frames. All the way up. No highs. High all the way up. And I'm going to take everything down. It sounds super flat and it's lost all of its gloriousness. <laughs> this is too much fun. Now I'm mixing uh, the way I would for like a live sound situation. I've got really high on the highs, really high on the lows, and then uh, in the middle it's much lower. I think that sounds awesome. But one more time. Take all the highs out, crank the bass. Uh, it was a very dramatic ending. Thank you. Thank you. I tried. I wanted to crank up the bass. You would hear nothing but the timpani right there at the end. Mm -hmm. uh, but so, so that's what I was doing. I was adjusting the, uh, the graphic equalizer different frequencies. And as you turn the frequency up, it's going to emphasize all of the sounds around that frequency. So like the high is going to capture like your soprano voices, your flutes, your trumpets, your, um, your piccolos, Leslie. Hmm. And it will bring those to the forefront. When I took those down, when I turned the high down, it got rid of all of those sounds. And when I cranked the bass, now you're hearing like your tuba, your trombone, your timpani, uh, those really deep guttural sounds. Um, it brings those out. You're a and guttural so, sound. Thank you. The way I use this for my haunt now is when I'm creating like thunder effects or um, a deep booming laughter. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. I want to emphasize uh, the lows in that to make it reverberate inside people's chest. And so I crank, um, I crank the low on the graphic equalizer and then turn back, turn back the highs. Similarly, if I wanted to do something with like a creepy child's voice, I might increase the highs, get rid of the lows uh, in order to better emphasize their voice. Because children don't have really deep lows that you can work with. I'm glad you, you applied it to the haunt. Kind of had to. Kind of had to. Star Wars only gets you so far in the haunt industry. <gasps> but it's a good way to go. Oh, Star Wars themed haunt. <gasps> no, no. Too much too much copyright stuff. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. <clears throat> Someday. I think we should wrap it up. What do you think? Oh, well, this uh, more than wraps up our uh, lovely 23rd podcast episode where we walk you through the process of designing soundscapes. So rather than just what we did in episode seven, where we discussed why you need one and what is it, you were able to listen to how we go through and find and evaluate what sounds are going to be best fit for our haunt. Did, uh, did you learn anything today, Les? You guys aren't allowed to play electricity sounds around me. 
Apparently not. Yeah, yeah. You... We learned some interesting things about Leslie today. We did. We <laughs> need to talk to someone about that. That's yep. cool. That's deep. Kay, did you learn anything? Uh, I learned things about Leslie that I'm not sure I ever wanted to know. And I learned more things that backed up my trumpet take. So. Yep. Yep. I think we all learned something. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so, again, if you want to check out any of our podcasts, definitely go check us out, hauntingyou.podbean.com or anywhere else where your podcasts can be found, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. Um, you can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash hauntingyou, just the letter U. Twitter, at hauntingyouniver1, haunting U-N-I-V-E-R-1. Uh, am I missing one? No, that's, it. that's the big ones, the big three. Yeah, I think we're... I think that should do it. So from all of us here at Haunting You, thanks for listening and happy haunting. Bye, everybody. There it is. Bye. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) Haunting You is a production of the Rocky Mountain Home Haunters, LLC. All audio clips and sound effects are used under a Creative Commons attribution or public domain license from Purple Planet Music at www.purple-planet.com or the Sound Bible at soundbible.com. Please see our Facebook page for more information on all the clips used in this episode. Haunting University can be reached via Facebook at www.facebook.com slash hauntingu with the letter U. Or on Twitter using the handle at hauntinguniver1. That's haunting, U-N-I-V-E-R-1. Be sure to check out our new page on Podbean at www.hauntingu.podbean.com. This guy's better than Louis Armstrong.